ready. One, two, three. Morning, the ho. One, two, three. Marhaba. Eh, that's mine. Salam. Hosh Gavinis, and welcome to the Dizzy Vibes podcast. Tonight we will be talking about Bot Oinu, episode 15. Um, but first, we have a special. Oh, hi, Ray. Welcome back, Ray. Let's talk about that. Hi, Ray. We missed you. How are you? I've been. Re- I was really put on the spot here. <laughs> I'm okay. I guess that's how normal we are. We totally forgot that you were gone for a week, and yeah, uh, yeah, now you're back on the people, podcast. People just forget my existence. I'm oh, used to that. Stop no. it. <laughs> no. You know what? There's just been a lot going on, yeah. in like it's there's so much information there's so much just just on in dizzy twitter that it's it's been a really long week but thankfully Uh, she forgot my existence no i did not i was texting you but thankfully we have one of our great friend ness who we met on dizzy twitter here with us hi ness hi guys oh my god i just (laughs) no don't be nervous at all we're just treated like a space it's good. And we're here to talk about just like episode 15 and obviously the sad news that has been spreading throughout Disney Twitter for the past, what, three days now? I think it's been four now. Oh, God. It's been um, just a lot on our hearts. And I have not, I didn't watch episode 15 until literally about an hour ago because I've been, I've been in complete denial. Um, and it's just, it's really been a lot for all of us. How are you guys all feeling about the news? The, the, the cancellation rumors? Okay. I was in denial, um, because of you, Marnie, and your whole PR stunt theory. But I think now after all the evidence, like I'm definitely believing it. And it's honestly sad to see, see it go. But the way, you know, I touch and Chemray have been treated, it's kind of giving me comfort that they don't have to deal with all this stuff anymore. I'm I'm okay with it because I think it's easier to go to covering one dizzy. Oh my god, Ray Ray, I'm Ray Ray doesn't awesome. care. <laughs> um, if you guys are listening, I'm just dead inside for everything. Um, no, I'm actually really sad about it. Um. These, this is like their first, both of them, their first leads. And I think they're doing a great job. And I would hate to see them like, I just feel like it sets a bad tone that they don't deserve. I agree. I was kind of shocked by the news because I don't know. It's just, it's shocking that, you know, the production team can't be professional enough to come out and say it. And it's all just like speculations and such. And I just think that's really unprofessional of Canal D to do um, because it, it's just really a slap in the face to the leads of the show and the team that works on it. 100% agree. I, 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 this is about our fourth cancellation rumor. The difference is though now is that nobody's coming on to tell us differently. And that's the part that really sucks. I, and the, the thing that hurts the most is the silence from Bat Oinu and from Canal D. And I know on the TL, I've been saying that I truly believe it's a PR stunt. I don't know how successful that would be. I don't know why they would go that route, but I I just don't believe that it's getting canceled. And I know I'll be a clown 
But until I see a, an official statement saying otherwise, I'm going to believe that BO is not getting canceled and that this was all a PR stunt because I can't lose my babies. I can't. I mean, but there's so many people coming out saying that, like, they saw them on set crying and, like, sad. <laughs> you still believe it? What if it was just a sad scene? It's because, did you guys, you guys saw the picture that Jamray's brother posted, right? And it was like, Jamray looked like she was crying? Yeah. Why, like, if you have a sibling and you go to their, you know, um, place of work and you just find out that they lost their job, you wouldn't take a picture with them to document that. Like, that's just something you don't document. And it just doesn't, like, there's a lot of things. And Ness, I know, um, man, you talked about it, you know, hours ago with our our friend, Bendy. Yeah, um, just why, just why these things aren't adding up. And we, I think we have like a, a 13, right? Like a 13 things. 13 reasons why. Basically. Yeah, <laughs> 13 reasons why. Basically, but you know what? You know, let's just hope for the best. I know some of us don't think that, you know, there's going to be an 18th episode. I still hope for the best. I believe that if the Phantom hits that 1 million, um, if the ratings increase a little bit, that there is still a glimmer of hope because we don't have an official statement yet. So let's just hit that 1 million, guys, and do it for iTouch and Gemray because... They truly deserve the world, and I am so grateful for their art, and I'm grateful for being part of this fandom, and I'm grateful for meeting Eunice through it and our friends. And oh, this is God. this is the this started. I feel B O and A M I started this podcast. Exactly, bro. Why are you saying already saying goodbye to the show? Like we have. I'm not saying good. I'm just saying this is what started the podcast. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna let it go without a fight. But this will be the start of something new. Oh, that was AMI this week. Sorry. I think you, I think I know what you mean, Arnie. It's just not. It's just not just a show to some people. It's how people met. Some people. It was something they turned to, which we know. Um, and for us, like we said, it's it's what started the podcast. These two summer shows that hit off. This is the reason being. So it hurts. It hits more than just being a show. Um, and that's why it's like so hard to take in. I mean, I've had so many people in my like like on Twitter that I message with be like, it's opened up new experiences for me. Like I know Bex, you know, stopped writing for a while and then she, you know, watched BO and she started writing again. And I just think it's like so amazing that it's opened up this amount of opportunities for people. And for it to go like this, uh, it's honestly saddening. Like for me, it, it Kind, I've been in the pandemic for a while and it was like the only thing I've looked forward to. And to see it go, I, I honestly don't know what I'll do. Well, definitely don't start Yari. Because I, I don't think absolutely not. No, <laughs> that show looks amazing, but I just don't trust Canal D after this that I can't watch Yargi until it's finished. Yeah. But. You know what? We'll talk more about the rumors. We'll talk more about just the plot of the show, the writers, the future for um, HM. But I think we really need to go over what the heck was that in episode 15. Let's do it. Let's start us off. So we left off um, 
where the family had barged in and ruined Adbor's perfect moment. And they start freaking out, of course, Ada does. She, like, <laughs> even though I was annoyed with Ada, just, uh, and apologies if you guys can hear my dogs, we already know that they're a regular on the podcast. Um, but Ada's facial expressions and just the way she freaked out, she, like, tried to hide, I think, under the bed. She is such a hilarious character. And, oh, did you, uh, Ali, you know how you're saying for episode 14, you're like, why did Ada just come to the the dinner, like the, the table by the pool? Like that was really yeah. weird. But it showed, it showed them like driving to his house. It did. Oh, because of Tuche was stalking them that free. Yeah. Yes. She's a stalker. Okay. She's a creeper. Now that answered my question. And it was so cute. And he like, she he opened the door for her and he extended his hand out. And she looks so happy with him. And oh my god, they're just so cute. I love them so much. Listen, Hana just she goes from just like hot to like when she gets like in her dresses, she's like hot, hot damn. Like like her like her looks that like her evening wear looks have been serving this season. Yeah, I agree. She always looks good in her dresses. But that could just be Chemray because I'm so attracted to her. She's so hot. She's oh, so she, hot. She's beautiful, and eye touch is just oh my gosh, Chef's kiss. Beautiful, handsome man alive. Oh my, he's. They're both like, they're both beautiful, and they make like they just look perfect together. Then of course, of course, the whole family barges in in Bora's room, and well, no, actually, Bora meets them outside his room, and they're screaming for Ada because they're like she's in there, and he's trying to hide her. So they barge in and there's no Ada. And I was thinking that I was like, okay, I know she wasn't going to confront her family because we know how terrified she is of them. But I was just like, okay, they're going to find something of hers or like, you know, and like know that it for sure is Ada. I didn't expect Aunt Yesemin to, and I know why she did it though. You know, she did it to save Ada, but she was like, Bora, you're a womanizer. Like, what other girl was here with you? She's like, you just broke up, or you and Ada just broke up like two days ago, and now with you're with another woman. I didn't expect that at all. That scene honestly annoyed me more than anything else. Like, they made him out as if he would cheat on Ada, and I don't know. I just it annoyed me so much, and I get why you know Bora was so mad because he just wanted to tell the like tell them that Ada is the woman he loves. And he just wants to express his love for her. And then they went out and made him as a womanizer. That scene was probably the worst scene for me. I did not like it at all. They, they're they just slinging mud around and just like, they like to sling mud around and just hope something sticks. But yeah. like, I know why Aunt Yesemin did it, right? Because she doesn't want Nurgis to know because you know how the um, Ada's necklace was on the couch. So she was like, kind of like, I think winking at Bora, like kind of go along with it. But Dude, at the expense of his character to make him look like a freaking what's it called, like a fuck boy? Sorry, I cursed, but yeah. <laughs> I did did just see the necklace? No. And so what yes, was the point of what was the point of seeing it? Because that the dress and the heels were there. Okay. That scene, honestly, I I think it shouldn't have even been there. Should have they should have just made her say no, like she didn't want to sleep with him. And then that was it. That would have been better than that whole situation. Because in front of the family's eyes, 
he's like he's not a good character so i don't know if it's ending as well i don't even know how they're gonna have to deal with that and plus that's reducing the character in front of his own family like his, his own parents yeah but balma went along with it i mean she knew too like i truly believe balma did know that it was ada but she was like looking at Nurge's expression and she was like hey I can kind of like capitalize on this and make it seem as if my son really was with another girl and just say that and she was like yeah he could have fun with you know any girl he wants but she knew like I'm pretty sure Bauman knew that it was Ada why why is she so obsessed with her son's sex life it's like creepy dude it's right like, yeah it's so weird <laughs> She's always it's, obsessed with, like, if they're going to, like, meet up with each other or if, if he's going to go and see other. It's just so weird to me. Like, those the two families have so much, like, interest in their lives that it's, it just doesn't make sense to me. It's annoying. They all, oh, no, this is going to sound horrible what I was about to say. I don't think I should say it. <laughs> okay, well, I was going to say, like, hey, you know how people were theorizing, oh, maybe put, like, a car, like, one of those, like, accident tropes or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe like Bauma Nurges can be like in a car together and just like it goes off a cliff. <laughs> you know, just just goes off a cliff. Yeah, we won't have to deal with them anymore, and that could bring Ada and Bora Closer. together. Yeah, there's still I hope for that. About something like that. So there we go. And if it goes on to eighteen, we got a new plot, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> but I'm dealing uh, with death. Yeah, there we go. But then, okay, then we go to Ada escapes. She leaves. She is leaving Bora's house, but she calls her Aunt Nurgis and she's like, hey, I'm back at the apartment. Where are you guys? So Aunt Nurgis truly believes that, okay, Bora really is a womanizer. This isn't Ada because Ada just called saying she's back at the apartment. Um, We turn to Ada and her family actually being at the apartment. I did skim a bit, so I don't know what they were talking about, but I do know that Aunt Yesamin told Ada that she was going to wait for her because Ada was going to sneak out of the apartment to go meet Bora to apologize to him because she just left him there. And this is when we get this is this is when we get my my favorite scene of the of the episode because it was emotional and I was glad to see Bora really upset with Ada because how how many lies is this girl going to tell like I understand like we all understand that Ada is is in a very difficult position but Bora is also in a very difficult position too like it sucks for both of them and I liked just the emotion and the anger and just like the angst of this scene I don't know if you girls felt the same way I liked it I thought it got a lot of things out that they have still been keeping inside of them on both ends but again not the whole truth so but i did like how ada stuck up more for herself too yeah because even though i know ada is in a hard position like women are tend tend to be known as the peacemakers and not take a firm stand and like that's what like has been set in ada's mind that she has to keep the peace and this is like the best way she knows how like, I know from my experiences that women have to always be the peacemakers and just, like, do anything to keep, to keep the peace. And I feel like Ada has been stuck into a corner. And this is the only, like, what, like, this is the only way she knows how to keep the peace and just keep everyone happy around her. I think that's just, like, how her character is. She just 
she likes she makes sure that other people are happy before herself she always puts people in front of her you can tell when she says um uh, i didn't have the right to love you or something like that i watched live i didn't watch her subs but that broke my heart when she said that because she knows like it this all goes back to what Evren was telling at Yesemin about how um you know kids who grow up without parents are like Ada is that like everything that he said is Ada um and how you girls were saying she always puts people before herself um just I do truly think though that she isn't thinking about Bora and I don't know how you girls are going to feel about that statement um I know she loves him but if you know you're constantly hurting the person because you know what they want, which is that he wants to be open with her, he wants to have, he doesn't want to have a, a secretive relationship. He literally wants to like yell to the world that this is the love of his life and he can't do that. And she can't give him that right now. So I know she's so in love with him and she doesn't want to let him go, but she's hurting him at the same time. And I just, I would have, I would have liked for her, like after that episode where they have that dinner, um, where she's wearing the red dress at the beach, I would have liked it if they had actually broken up and she would have been like, you know what, if I can't give you all of me, it's not fair to you. So I have to kind of like let you go until I can kind of resolve whatever's going on with me. I think, wouldn't that make him more suspicious though? And I think also kind of, Ada's taking her chance to be happy a little bit, like just taking some time for herself to finally get what she wants. And she's trying to, I understand like she's kind of failing at it, but she was trying to do it all, you know? That's, that's what I would hope for. So if she were, that would have been my hope for her to be like, you know what? No, um, I can't be with you type of thing. And then he gets suspicious and he figures out why. But it shouldn't become, it shouldn't from him figuring out why it should be, he needs to tell her. I don't think the writers wouldn't do that though. Like that's the thing that sucks is it's like the writers haven't been giving us much. It's all been like, and then, and, and we could see that in, you know, in episode 15, Ada lies and she continues, she makes lies for, I don't even know why, because we get introduced to a new character. Uh, what was, do you guys remember his name? Turgut? Turgut or something. <laughs> yeah. He was like a, the lawyer. Yeah. Yeah. The lawyer. And I mean, he's. Did you guys think he was cute? I thought he was really cute. I thought he was really cute. Yeah, he's from EK. I thought he was cute in there. Yeah, he was. He was. Uh, he was a lawyer. Um, su not surprisingly, in EK. He could be my lawyer any day. Okay. Yeah, I'll, whew, he was. <laughs> he was really cute. But he calls. He calls Ada, and Ada's in the office with Bora, and he's. They're still a bit upset. They're you know they're upset with each other. They just got into that big. Um, argument like the night before in Bora's room, and Ada doesn't answer the phone. And Bora's like, "Oh no, no, go ahead, answer the phone, answer the phone." And she's like, "No, no, no, it's okay. I'll just call him back." And as soon as he hears that it's a male, like he like zones in, and he's like, "Who? What do you mean, friend? Who is that?" And he's just like, "He's." I love jealous Bora Bay, but I feel like we always see we see him a little too much though. Well, here's the thing: jealous Bora can be done tastefully the way the writers did it I didn't really like it he was like losing his mind and for like I, did, I just didn't like how they did this plot I think I preferred episode eight jealous Bora episode eight what was what channel with the soccer no bro the one with the weird singer 
The one that yeah. we're oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, that was hilarious. I love that. Such a good episode. But yeah, he gets really jealous and Ada, um, and and yes, since you saw the episode live, because I, I did scan through this. Why does why does mm -hmm. Ada meet up with the lawyer at the dinner? Oh, he wanted. Okay, so the lawyer wanted to meet up with her there. I think they were there to discuss the um the, the divorce the divorce situation. But he likes Ada, so he wanted to meet up with her at a restaurant. Yeah, she suggested. She suggests to him. She's like, "Why don't we just meet at your office?" Yeah. He's like, no, it'd be easier to meet up at a restaurant. But, like, yeah, that's, like, I agree with Ness on that. That's when we get the vibe that, like, he's into her. No, he also says, um, you don't have to say the bay, like, after his name. And then she uh, just, no. <laughs> she put him in his place, which I like that. Wow. Oh. Mm -hmm. I, I, I would have been like, okay, sir. Oh, wait, no, he said not to come on, sir. <laughs> well, yes, sir. Okay. I would have said, sir, whatever. I think he's really cute. But no, I don't want him to be with Ada. Bora Bay is her, like, person. And we see him really jealous. And his face was so red. Yeah, I, I, I don't know the expressions and stuff. I'm not, like, judging on eye touches um, acting. It was probably what the writers had instructed him to do. But I just, I didn't really enjoy that kind of jealousy plot. I like when it's more subtle. And, you know, it's more of an emotional jealousy. Like, he wants to get closer to her, but he doesn't know how to. I think that would have been much better than what we got. Oh, yeah, I agree. I agree with that. Because he was, like, very advertly jealous. Like, the, I think he had a hat or a scarf. I'm not sure what he had in his hands. But he was, like, folding it up, like, very aggressively and just really upset. And Ada leaves, right? She doesn't see him, correct? No, she doesn't see him. Okay, so she doesn't see him. He gets up, and this is when he um, goes up to Turgut, Turgut, I, mm -hmm. Turgut, and I don't know if you guys saw this, but he had to like dip his head from hitting the chandelier. <laughs> like this man that. is tall. I did not see that. Yeah, like he had to lower his head because he's walking to Turgut, the lawyer, and. Um, I touch there's a chandelier hanging from the ceiling and he's gonna hit it so he has to like dip his head as he walks over and I don't know that should not have been hot to me but it was why do you why is I touch hitting his head hot to you no he didn't hit his head he had to lower his head to avoid hitting it is it because you want him to lower his head somewhere else oh my god right <laughs> right 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 Oh my, this isn't, this isn't our After Dark, or what was the After Hours um, episode that we're going to do? Ray Ray is always After Hours. Oh my god, you know what? Well, you know, maybe, maybe not, okay, this will be a good time to say that news. Should we say it right now, or should we just wait till the end? Wait till the end. Wait until the end, okay. Sounds good. But you know what? I thought it was hot, I loved it. I, it shouldn't have been hot to me, because it's like weird to think that's hot, but I just, I, I thought it was really hot. I mean, I'm about to go rewatch it, just so I can see it. So it's babe, at, actually it's at the okay okay how about you guys watch it how about you guys watch it it's at the 50 58 minute mark i love how you've bookmarked it <laughs> like i know the exact time it's at the 58 minute mark you guys need to see it and like that chandelier is not it's it's high up oh 
want to swing from the chandelier. <laughs> I'm watching the scene too, and it's just. Marnie, please put yourself on mute before you, you know. What do you mean? I'm literally just watching the scene. So like Marnie's about to get an orgasm from this one scene. Honestly, <laughs> I'm <laughs> laughing. <laughs> just... He didn't even look up. He just knew. I'm still at the commercials. How are you at the commercials? Well, no, there's commercials before the YouTube video plays. Oh. Oh my god, I just saw it. Isn't it hot? Okay, am I the only one who thinks it's hot? That was so hot of him. <laughs> it's like the well, shadow. Anything, anything he does is hot to me, so that's true. No, it's like even when he when when he has his fidget spinner. Oh my god, I hate fidget spinners, but somehow he makes it hot. He really does. It's like it's like a weird like Sir Khan Bullet from SEK when he does his magic tricks, I think that is like magic. It was never hot to me, but after Sir Khan Bullet, like, um, well, if, if it's him doing it, it's so hot. And it's like the same thing with um, Bora, him doing the fidget spinner. It's just like, yes, I could just watch him do that all day. Well, the necklace scene in SEK is like one of my favorites. So I get what you mean. It's a beautiful scene. I love that scene. Ravi, did you see it? Yes. What'd you think? I have no reaction. Oh my god. You know what? Whatever. <laughs> okay. It was, it. it was sorry. I listen morning. I've had to do that too. I've had to lower my head <laughs> for a chandelier. Oh my god. You know what? Well, I might think that's hot too. You never know. Maybe chandeliers. I have a weird kink for them. I have no idea. Yeah, you wrecked but, them ball. Oh my god. But it was it was nice to see how tall he was. Now we can ask. The, now we just need his foot size next. Oh my god! He wow. I, what was in this espresso I'm drinking? I guess it was a dirty chai. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's see. Oh, okay. And then when he when he talks to Turgit the next day at the office, Turgit is there in his office, and Ada comes in, and Bora tells her he's like. Oh, here, like, meet my guest. And Ada freaks out and she's like, Oh my God, like, this is the freaking lawyer. What is he doing here? And Bora, like, puts Ada on the spot because now she has to come up with the lie of how she knows Turgit. And I don't really know what she says. Do you guys know what was the lie that she was saying that how she knew him? She's like, She says, This is my lawyer. And she's like, And he's like, Ada, why do you need a lawyer? And she's like, For, for her inheritance. Inheritance? Yeah, I remember that. It was during the. It was in the translation during the live. We. It didn't go further into it though. Like, Bora would have, you know, pressed on it, but he didn't really say anything after that. You just had some inheritance for some land. Even in the show, it didn't go that far in. Does it talk about it after or no? That was literally it. No, that was literally it. Oh, well, that sucks. I mean, <laughs> it's gonna be one of those things that bothers you until you know, right? <laughs> Yeah, because I would think that, you know, Bora finding out she has a lawyer, it's for inheritance. Like, I would have thought maybe he, after Turgit left, maybe he would have talked to her and, you know, asked her if everything was okay. And because, I mean, I don't think that would have been him, like, prying in a, in a bad way. I think it just would have been like, you find out that your girlfriend 
has a lawyer and you know you want to know what's going on and and bora would want to know so for him not to even mention anything after that strange Thank you. so bas basically now we have like boris great idea he's he thinks that this is ada's first love so he invites him to to work at the company for whatever reason just so he can just get ada to admit it and he thinks he gets this confirmation that hey this is ada's first love and he, what he does is and i guess this is something i appreciate about Bora. just he wants to get all cards on the table right away and doesn't want to like keep dancing around the issue he's like this is ada's first he invites uh target and aunt nergis and yasmin and the other aslan to dinner and he's like i know this is ada's first love but to his parent to them they're like but we want to be together is that that's correct me if that, is that am i wrong no you're not wrong that was correct okay um that, that scene in, in that scene she tells she actually says that turga is her first love yes yeah um that i don't know the thing is about this episode is with the lawyer coming in it could have had so many possibilities to expose the lie and give some emotional scenes like even though we don't like the jealousy plot it could have brought in, you know, exposing the lie, honestly, because she could have just been like, no, you're my first love, and then just said that she was married before. But the writers just decided to keep it as a pointless episode. I know. She could have gotten, like, closer and closer to the truth. She didn't have to give out, like, the truth right away, okay, but it's, like, some form of the truth where he gets kind of accepting to that. Then he can, then she, like, she can see his reaction to that. And then, like, move forward from there, you know? Yeah. I don't understand what was the point of her saying, yes, he's my first love. Yeah, I don't understand it either. I, did, I really hated that scene. I, it was There was no point to it. They, they could have done an emotional scene after it where she expresses her love for him. And then seeing his reaction, she would feel more comfortable for her to finally tell him the lie. But Yeah, I think she's scared to say it was Ruzgar because Ruzgar's been around the entire time and he would have been like why didn't you tell me before on the other hand this guy just showed up so it's kind of more believable well here's the thing I don't think Ruzgar was her first love because she's like added to her family a bunch of times that she didn't love him she just thought that she loved him yeah but for the sake maybe for the for who everyone thinks is her first love you know mm. It's because when she, when she, sorry, Ali, go, go. Oh, no, I was just saying, but that brings up a good point. Again, people are talking for Ada and she cannot speak up for her own self in that moment, which is really good that you mentioned that. Yeah, like it wasn't her first love. She just like thought she could make it her first love in this moment. Yeah. So she, she would be lying if she said Ruzgard again, she would be yeah. lying. Dang, because Ali, I didn't even catch that. No, she's lying. Yeah, yeah, no, because she said multiple times that Bora is her first love and that she only thought she loved Ruzgar because it was the first man that she saw, like, in that way. But she told her aunts, like, I remember, I don't know what episode it was, when she told her both of her aunts, um, when I think, oh, it was after she, uh, the red dress, the beach scene, and she's crying in her room and her aunts barge in telling her nerd just tells her how could you do this to me which was just absolutely horrible making it all about herself and ada tells her she's like 
Ruzgar was never my first love. I was confused. I know he's not my first love though, because now I know what being in love really is. And it's Bora. But yeah. they really like got into her head. And I don't know if manipulate is the right word. I don't know what other word to Gaslighted. use. Gaslighted. Thank you. Gaslighted her. Thank you. Um, they gaslighted her to believe that what she was feeling for Bora, yes, like you know, she might love him, but that he's not her first love and that it's always been Ruzgar. And because Ruzgar's her first love, she has to be with him or else her life is literally effed if she's not. And they also went into how her mom didn't marry her first love and that her dad, who was, you know, who she married, died because of the curse. Ima no, like, imagine that. Like, that trauma, she she likely thinks that she could possibly kill Bora. Yeah. And I and I know that's like saying like, oh my, oh my, oh my God, Marnie, that's like really excessive. But her aunts have instilled that into her that, hey, because your mom didn't marry her first love and she married your dad instead, your dad died because of the curse. You know, that's really hurtful because it's saying if your parents, if your parents didn't meet, you wouldn't be here. Ada wouldn't be here. Why can't they think Ada is the, is the savior of the curse? They're so fixated on this. I mean, I, I, I hate this whole curse thing. I, I don't really believe in it. And that's like blaming Ada for her father's death. Damn, dude. Oh like, God, I didn't I, think of it that way. I didn't think of it. Like, the way that we're just talking about it, I really didn't even think of it like that. But the whole thing about Ada feeling like she's the reason why maybe her dad's dead. And then how Ali's saying that, because remember the curses is that you're miserable right and yeah. one of the things of the curse that Nurja says is that you can't have children uh they had ada though what if ali's right what if ada was the thing that broke the curse oh i know my mind is just going like a mile a minute after what ali said because okay, you can't I, have I, kids oh uh, no i see what you mean now okay that's interesting i dang okay i'm just here you know making everybody's <laughs> life a little bit easier <laughs> It's just, this moment. <laughs> it's just and then because oh my god like i really like now that we're really going more in depth about this curse and talking about ada and her trauma she's freaking terrified dude like she's terrified to tell bora the truth because she knows there's a huge chance that he's going to leave her and then she's terrified of losing him because that's her first love like once he's gone and the curse right because she does believe in the curse because obviously she keeps pushing him away and her her aunts have gaslighted her so much that she believes in the curse she's truly going to think that her life is going to be miserable like oh this poor girl like why is her family that horrible i still yeah exactly like i just agree with everything you said and i just think i don't know i think ada now just blames herself for her father's death because oh what if the reason that like Ada married Ada's parents got married is because her mom got accidentally got pregnant? Wait, wait, wait. You think that Ada's mom accidentally got pregnant by her dad? Yeah, like they, and that's why they got married. So they had to get married for because uh, she was pregnant, and he he died because of the curse. But both of them died. But I think her mom died when she was like twelve, no, or something like that. Well, we don't even know anything about her mom. Like, that's the one thing that the whole cancellation is annoying me about is that we'll never even get an emotional scene of her expressing even what happened. 
Like, I genuinely don't know how her mom died. I couldn't tell you. <sighs> yeah, <There's>, see? <laughs> you don't know either. <laughs> there's so much to explore. Like, there is so much that we can still explore from Ada and Bora's backgrounds because Bora himself is just very um, scarred over love. And we know that Ada was the one who brought back like that light into his life, right? And made him believe in love again. Yeah. So there's so much on his end as, as well that we have yet to explore. And there can be so many plots around both of their backstories. And it's just... I mean, don't forget... Bo Sorry, don't forget Bora's sister. Oh, she my God. Does he have a... Oh, yeah, that's Elif's mom. Yeah, Elif's mom. Um, it's okay. I still am wondering what happened to Edda Shares at Art Life. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. What happened? Did she sell her shares? Did she keep them and put someone in charge of them? We just, you know what? With, what did she do with her shares? I would like to know, please. You know what? This is a freaking struggle about being a Dizzy fan is that you need to just find a way to be okay with knowing that you're but not going to be happy. But you know what? Yeah, basically. Basically, honestly. But yeah, you but know what? Such a pivotal moment in their lives that shouldn't just be overlooked. Like, you can skip out on a lot of stuff. But, like, the death of her parents and the death of Bora's sister is not something you can just easily skip over. I agree. Like, we need to, like, Elif needs to just, I don't know, I just the story needs to be told in, in some form or another. Well, you know what, it's... I will, I perform, it. I will perform Rick and Morty until we get our answers. Rick and, and Morty? <laughs> no it's just okay um sorry i'm sorry this whole thing with ada backstory um this theory thing about ali saying um that maybe ada her, the fact that she was born after the curse says or her whole family thinks that the curse keeps you from having children yeah, we have Ada. She's like the miracle, and maybe she was the one. Her birth was what broke the curse. And the fact that we might not even get to explore that is like sending me. But you know what? Let's continue on with the episode. Wait, uh, I have a, like the birth breaking a curse. Isn't that a plot of like a Disney movie or something? Isn't it like the plot of Entangled or Tangled, whatever it is? That because she was born, like it broke some curse, and they like. No, that no. She was born. She had like hair that glowed. Because her mom drank the, the flower thing, and then her mom survived. Uh, but I know what you mean. That there is like another one that's exactly like that. It sounds like yeah, some kind of plot of some Disney movie. Is this? Oh, one... Mal isn't that Maleficent? No, it's not that either. <laughs> as soon as I don't know. Six years writing a Disney movie, the plot from she stole from a Disney movie. Oh my god! Well, I know what movie you're talking about. Ella Enchanted. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Where like she was, she had a curse on her or a spell on her, and she broke it herself. Which, by the way, there's a TikTok I saw. Let's just talk about that at the ending scene where she has the knife. Spoiler alert for anybody who hasn't seen Ella Enchanted, but um, so I'll give you a couple seconds. One, two, three. Um, she's holding the knife and 
It's because she sees herself in the reflection of the mirror. She breaks it herself. Did you know that? Nope, I didn't know that either. Mind blown. But watch the movie, guys. It's really good. Spoilers <laughs> over. Listen, if you ever seen Ella Enchanted at this moment in your life, you're just a hoe. Oh, my God. I'm going to watch that tonight. It's a really good movie. I love that movie. Well, you know what? Maybe by the end of the series, Ada will break her own curse, e- if the curse is even real. Because I, well, I, I didn't believe the curse was real, but Ray Ray's got me believing it. So, well, we'll we'll see. But okay, let's take a breather. Okay, so as Ray was saying earlier, um, we're at the dinner scene. This is where um, Ness also was saying that Ada announces to everyone that Turgit is her first love. Turgit is like, what the heck is going on? But I feel like he's kind of like liking it. No, but didn't you see his face? He liked it. Yeah, he he, he was like, he was into it. I'm just like, bro, like, get out. (laughs) It's one of his weird fetishes. Oh, God. (laughs) And then Nurgis like has a heart attack or something. And Aslan is like freaking out saying, my wife is gone. My wife is gone. Everyone's freaking out. Bye. Aslan gets up and I did not expect this like this is the one time I genuinely laughed in this episode when Aslan gets up and he goes to Turgit and he like grabs him by the collar and he's like I think he says my wife is gone why did you do this and he just like grabs and he just punches him in the face (laughs) I love that the thing is the poor Turgit really just didn't do shit I know (laughs) Well, you know, whatever. He he came into the DZ. His only crime is existing. <laughs> His only crime. Well, there we go. So the next day, we move on after this whole fight. And I, I feel like we just, like, skip like, five episodes. Where Boris is just like, I'm gonna propose to Ada. And I was, like, watching this and I was just like, wait, what? But th- that made no sense to me because she literally said that Turgut was her first love and then this man was like, yeah, let me marry her. Yeah, it made absolutely, like, no sense. Like, we, I felt like we had just moved on to, like, the it was like, it was, like It was like a jump of five ips. Yeah. And, obviously, so Zafar Bey is, like, super happy. Um, the mom is super, super upset. Um, you know, classic reactions. And Boris is like, Mom, I'm gonna do this. Like, you can either be there, or you, or you, you, you're either there or you're not. But I'm going by my, like, if I have to, I'll go by myself. So he leaves the work, and he basically he has a ring. When did he have time to buy the ring? Did he just already have it laying around? Also, did- can I just say that ring was so small? I didn't expect that from Bora. <laughs> I was expecting some massive ring, and then they just come out with this little thing, and I'm like, okay. I didn't. I didn't expect the proposal. Like, like how you guys were saying. Like, it seemed as if we skipped five episodes, and we got to the pro- like him wanting to propose to her because it was so out of character, in my opinion. Um, he not only did he find. Or did he see Ada with Turgit at a restaurant? Um, not only did Ada tell him that that's her first love, not only are both of their families against their relationship, um, and he just had a huge fight with Ada, like literally, I think the two days prior, but he was just like, eh, let me just propose. It well, was just I saw, weird. 
Sorry, I saw people on Twitter theorizing that it was because like he was afraid to lose her because he's usually so calm and collected, but when it comes to his love for other, he kind of loses it, and that's the reason he decides to propose, which I still think is stupid. But yeah, I I don't. I mean, it it's a good you know way to I guess rationalize a character's thought process, right, or why they would do a certain action, but. It's just, I I don't think that's why the writers did it. I would say, don't worry, we have two more engagements coming, but I'm um, sorry to rub salt in that wound. Oh, God. I don't. It's always third time's the charm. No. Oh, man. Well, and then, and then he's in the office with Ali, and Ali's, like, all happy for him, and he's so happy, too. Like, okay, I get it. I didn't like the fact that he wants to propose to her. But just how happy he is, is so cute. And Ali's like, I love Ali so much. And he is so excited for Bora. And I love their relationship too. I think they're beautiful. They're beautiful cousins. I wish I had a cousin. Oh my God, you do have cousins. I was going to say you don't have cousins. (laughs) I have like like 70 of them. So then we cut to the scene and it's Ada sitting on top of the roof and Bora comes in or he comes out and I think there's like a voiceover and he says to himself, get ready for me to change your life, Ada, or something like that. And I'm just like, oh God, no. And he goes and he talks to her. Oh, and he tells her, he's just like, you know, that he loves her and that he wants them to write their own story. Like they're basically like the, they're the creators of their own life, right? Like how she, Ada told him like episodes ago that she's the boss of her own life. So he's saying like, just don't listen to everybody else. We write our own story together. And she like gives him a really cute smile and he's smiling at her. And it was a cute scene. It was, um, but then we go to Ada going into his office and she finds the ring. Yeah, I think they played it off as um, it was for Ali and uh, Celine, I remember. Yeah, they played it off as for Ali and Celine. Yeah. Because first but I, think, was- I think Ada was happy when she thought it was for her, though. Because I remember people on Twitter being like, why is she so happy if she's still married? I think she was happy when she found out it was for Celine. Because she was happy yeah. for Celine. Oh, okay. Because she was freaked out until basically they said, hey, this is for Celine. And Bora Bora was freaked out because he was like looking at Ali and he's just like, he was like, oh, the ring. He's like, oh, that ring. And then Ali's like, oh, that's mine, Ada. Like, that's mine. And then Ada's like, it is? She's like, he's like, yeah. And she gets really excited and she hugs him. And Bora's like, okay, good. Like, I'm in the clear. She thinks it's for Ali and Celine. And then one of, like, this scene made me so sad. Like, it was cute because I love it when, like, Ada sits on his desk and the way Bora just, like, stares at her is so beautiful. But it was really sad because they were looking at, like, I think wedding venues. And um, Ada's like, oh. No, he was reading an article. He was reading her article or something like that. No, they were looking at wedding venues for, like, I think proposal spots for Celine. I thought it was articles. I read in the translation they were reading articles. Never mind. 
Oh, I have no idea. I, I, I just think it was it was something related to wedding stuff. I, I don't know if it, it might have been an article, might have been for Celine, but Bora, um, I mean, Ada tells him, she's like, this is uh, perfect for Celine. Like, Celine has always wanted her wedding to be somewhere similar to this. And then Bora tells her, well, what about you? And this is when, like, her face, like, it falls. And she's like, I, you know, I never even dreamed about that. And he, in she tells him the reason she hasn't is because she truly felt like there was no reason to. And when he tells her, he's like, can you try though? Like if you could, if you could see like your dream wedding, what would it be? She couldn't even give him an answer. Because this girl has been so terrified. She hasn't even been able to like fathom being happy. And it's so sad. I mean, and she was happy to just be married to Rosgar. I don't think she ever really even thought about having, like, a wedding. I think she just thought, like, you know, if, if you're with your first love, you know, the curse won't get to me, then that's all she needed. And I honestly, that's the most saddening thing I've ever heard. It, it was horrible. It was so sad. And, and she tells him, she's like, well, she's like, when you come from a family like mine where the women tend to get left at the wedding table, you don't want to think about it, like any plans for a wedding because it's terrifying. And Bora just, you just see his face and he just feels so like he, he, he wants to give her everything. Like he's a, he's the type of guy that would literally give Ada like his, if, if he would like rip out his heart for her, like he loves her so much. And like, Oh, he just know that he was in pain when she said that because She's just been, she's been hurt so much and she's just so afraid of this curse. And I think he's starting to realize just how afraid she is because she can't, she hasn't even dreamed of her wedding because she's that traumatized by the curse. Like, I think that should really tell him how also, afraid she is. He knows that he's been cheated on it. Uh, she's been cheated on. Oh, that's true. He does know that. Yeah. Oh, dang. Poor Ada, man. I don't know. Bora is the best dizzy boyfriend. You can't tell me any different. He is. He really is. Um, and then our boy Bora gets ready. Um, he looks absolutely like he looks so handsome in his suit. And him and Ali are driving to Ada's house um, that night to go ask for her hand in marriage. And they're so happy in the car. And Ali even tells him, he's like, Bora, like I've never seen you this excited and happy before. And I'm like, oh God, you don't know what's gonna happen, sir. Sir, that's not how, that's not how asking for the hand works. You just don't show up at the girl's house. With the entire family. <laughs> With the entire, that's not how it works. I don't know, but that's I, I just expected more of a romantic gesture from him. But I guess he wanted to also do it to kind of put their relationship in front of everyone. So I get it as well. Yeah, like, so traditionally, like, Middle Eastern culture, like, when you get to that point where you're going to ask for the girl's hand, it's already, like, the parents have met and have agreed. Like, have agreed and, like are okay with anything. That's when you go ask for the girl's hand. This guy has just, he just showed up. Not I mean, knowing he, what's going to happen. He, he, wouldn't, he knew that they would say no. So I think, like, 
he thought that if he would bombard them, then that would be the best way to go. Oh, that's interesting. He's stupid and in love. What can you do? <laughs> well, I mean, he's going to be stupid and heartbroken because we know what's going to well, happen. I'm not, I'm not ready. If that's really like the, the second last episode, I'm not ready for that. I'm scared. I'm scared. But oh my freaking God. Okay. What if they decide to leave the show in an open ending? I <laughs> I already I have my theories on that. I'll share them later. Ness already hates me enough as it is because she's heard this about like four times now. But I have a a theory that I think might happen, and I really hope it doesn't. But do you know what? Don't tell me because then I'll repeat it. Oh yeah, don't repeat it, please. Okay. But um, uh the biggest thing that happens and i know it's already it's already like the proposal is something huge right it's a huge another plot but tukche now fully knows that ruzgar was ada's first love she doesn't know though that they were married or that they're married but she does know that ada and ruzgar well ada, ruzgar was ada's first love so tukche finds out that bora is going to propose to ada she goes to Ada's apartment and she tells Ada, I know that Ruzgar's your first love. Ada tries to play it off like it isn't. And Tukche blackmails her and she tells her, if you say yes to Bora, I'm going to tell him that Ruzgar's your first love. So you're going to break up with him and you're going to make him hate you so that he never goes back to you. And then we cut to Ada going back into her apartment. She looks just so sad. And that's when Bora comes with his whole freaking family. And he has the biggest smile on his face because he has no idea that a freaking truck is going to hit him. Oh, my God. Wait, quick question. If Do you guys think Ada would have said yes if um, Tuche didn't come? No. 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 A lot of people thought that she would say yes, like on Twitter. <sighs> no, I don't think so. I hope I she would not say yes. Well, Actually, we, it's Ada. I feel like she would have said yes because she gets herself see? deeper and deeper. <laughs> she would have said yes, and then some. A lot of people were um, paralleling it to some show called I'm gonna butcher the name. I, I feel it. Ask you guys have watched it. Yes, I have. Oh, yeah, I yeah. haven't watched it, but I heard of it. Yeah, apparently it's like the the girl has a lie or something, and then. They get to the wedding, and that's when she finally tells no, him. No, no, you're thinking of the wrong show. I know what show you're thinking of, though. Which one am I thinking of? It's, it's not Folly Ashk. It's... I know exactly what show you're thinking of. Hey, hey right? Hey. Oh, yeah, not that one. Sorry. I don't know what it's called. Um, I'm finding it. It's with Omar and Daphne. Yeah. Kira Lakash, Kira Lakash, Kira Lakash. Yeah, that one. Sorry, yes. that was the same to me, and I just get confused. You no, know, exactly. I'm the same way. They all sound the same to me. <laughs> Um, yeah, it was that one where it gets to the wedding and she either tells him there or she leaves him or something like that and everyone was like that's what's gonna happen no exactly and actually I had the same thought too I was like this is gonna be exactly like Care Like Ash and what happens in that show spoiler alert if you haven't watched it um, it's they hit basically the slight premise is his his stepmother hires her in order so he can fall in love with her but she actually starts to fall in love with him, and he falls in love with her. And this, like this whole se- this whole show in its first season, towards the end, is basically she's trying to she gets herself in deeper and deeper shit, trying to hide the secret of how the relationship started. 
but she ends up telling him on their way down walking out to their wedding to basically to the marriage guy it was on the aisle right yeah it was on the aisle she tells him on the the, as they're walking down the aisle like that's absolutely last like effing minute and i i feel like this is very like yeah i would agree with that that something similar would happen here well i would hope that ada would have said no because it would have just made (laughs) i mean we made bets we made bets remember we made bets yeah oh yeah we did we did make bets you never change it what's the bet i was about to the bet was um ness so i was team no that ada would say no to bora and so was ness and i think someone else right was it liam maybe team uh bex liam i think that's it okay 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 so it was us and then there was I think one or two people who were saying that yes, no, Flory was team yes. Yeah. Um. So it was no that Ada would well team no Ada would say no and then team yes which would be that Ada would say yes and whoever lost would have to change, and I hate this freaking picture that Ness chose would have to change their uh, profile picture to a um James Charles as a clown, <laughs> <laughs> and um well. I don't know why you guys changed it. We saw the fragment and she borrowed no, leaves. Because you went in the group chat. I forgot that we hadn't added you yet. But um, we collectively decided that because people were like, what if she just doesn't say anything and the show, like the episode ends? And I was like, then we all collectively change it. Yeah, I was like, I was like standing my ground. Like, I am not changing it because she is not saying, she didn't say yes. She didn't say no. We waited for the fragment and then we find out that no, she actually you know, does say no, and he leaves heartbroken. I mean, uh, I genuinely believe that if Tuche didn't blackmail her, she would have said yes. I, I don't want to believe that. She is. That's she. She like digs more holes in f- for herself. Like she just is buried within lies. I love her, but there's, there's just too many lies with her. There is. There really is, and um, it's. Um, I mean, I'm glad she says no. I, I hate that Bora's heartbroken. Um, it sucks. But I'm glad that she didn't say yes to him while she's still married to Ruzgar. Um, I do hate, though, that she allowed Tukche to get to her because no matter what, like, Tukche played her cards. Tukche told her exactly what she was going to do. And how could Ada believe that Bora is going to stay away from her? Like, she knows he most likely isn't. And if he doesn't, Tuche's going to tell him. Because, yeah, Ada can stay away from him. But it's one thing to keep Boro away from her. And Tuche would tell her. Just tell him, sorry. It's exactly like you're like, oh, that's what happens. Daphne keeps getting threatened to do this or this or this. Or else else this this or that person will tell Omar the secret. The best thing is to just tell your partner what's going on. Yeah, they're going to be upset and they have every right to. But at least it's coming from you and not from anybody else. Because since you broke that trust, only you you can fix it. Here's the thing. After, after the, I think what I was theorizing was the only reason the writers would even put in a proposal was so that she would finally tell him. And I was oh, I thought so too. Yeah, yeah. I, was cl- I knew I was clowning, but I was like, you know what? 
it's the only feasible option because why would they even bother putting in a proposal? But then, like, the fragment came out and I was like, the vibes of it just tells me there's no liar. And then the second fragment came out and I'm like, yeah, definitely no lie. Yeah, I, that's what I was confused because I saw on Twitter that, oh, the lie came out, but it really didn't, though. I think people were just, try, like, hoping for it. Because, like, when they when they broke up after the proposal, a lot of people thought that she actually said it. And and then the fragment. So we got we got um, two fragments that have come out. And I don't even remember the first one. The, so uh, do you want me to tell you what the first yes, one was? Yes, of course. Uh, the first one was she says no to him and she's heartbroken and he's heartbroken. And then basically, I, I don't know if she quits or he – oh, she quits. She quits and then, like, she gives him a coffee or something and then she leaves. And um, that was basically it. There wasn't a lot of ad ball in it. Okay. And then, okay, to give him a coffee before she leaves? Yeah, like, it was like a last thing as an assistant. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Let me let yeah. me see. There's a reason why I forgot that fragment then, I guess. Um, <laughs> no, but... the fragments. <laughs> I won't lie. It was so bad. The second one is definitely yeah, something. The second one I want to forget. I'm rewatching it now. Oh, this the second one just came out. Um, there's been a whole mess with that second fragment. It dropped just um for the Turkish audience on TV, but um it made its way on Twitter, and then I guess people started deleting the video. Um, Canal D didn't post it on like their YouTube, I mean, on their YouTube, and then Baoini didn't post it on their YouTube either for hours. So we thought maybe because of these cancellation rumors that this was possibly the wrong fragment. But it turns out it was the right one because hours passed and it finally did get um, posted. And it is, it is very, it doesn't confuse feel like me. Yeah. It, it wouldn't indicate at all that there is an ending um, nearing us at all. And it it honestly seems like another filler episode, which is what I absolutely hate because Ada is going on a blind date with some guy in a remote area for an article that Tukche is having her go on. And then Tukche tells Bora that she's in love with him. And Ada overhears. But Bora, the very ending of the fragment is that Bora turns and he sees Ada, but he's looking at her very just intently. So is the secret out? I have no idea. Did Tukche tell him the secret? Well, he no, I don't I don't think the secret is out to be honest. Because when he so looked back at Ada, he was like a little shocked, but then his face went back to the way it was. So... Listen, if sorry, go ahead. No, no, it's okay, go. If Bora says yes to Tuche, just despite Ada, I don't button. think he. I don't think he will. I I, I generally don't because he's not no, that I type of guy. I don't think he'll turn into like another Ozan. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone kept saying he's gonna turn into another Ozan. I'm just like, can you not? <laughs> I don't think he will. But also, no. I don't trust the tuna fish. I don't think they have the time to turn him into. No, exactly. <laughs> The revenge is different. It's not, there's not even a revenge for Bora to have really on Ada in this yeah. moment. Yeah. If, there's if not the even a revenge. Out, if the truth isn't out, if he has no idea, 
um, he wouldn't say yes to Tuche because it's why why would he say yes? Like he has no idea. I mean, he doesn't even care for her at all, like romantically. Like he's pushed away every thought of that with Tuche. If if this is the second to last um episode of the series and this is what we get, I am going to flip oh, my shit. Like I <laughs> I'm go- like you girls know just how like this show is important to all of us. We like we were saying earlier in this in this episode. Um, Bo and AMI is what started our podcast. It also like being a part of both of these fandoms has introduced us to so many amazing people in our lives. Like I have met Ness. How long? Like we've known each other for what a few weeks now. Yeah. We and, and it's been a few weeks, but it just goes to show how how much these shows can introduce you to people where you develop actual genuine friendships because that's exactly how me, Ray Ray, and Ali met. You know, we met back in February because of SEK. Now they're two of my best friends. We have a podcast together. I talk to them basically every single day, um, sometimes for hours a day. Ness, I, you know, we met a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago. We yeah. were, li- yeah, we were literally, um, like the last three days, we've been talking every day. And I think just like, we were like on the phone, what, for almost 10 hours? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's insane. Like just how close you can get with people that you meet because of DZs and the friendships that you develop because of them. Are you so crying? No, but my voice is, you know, getting a little emotional because it's you're crying i can hear it i'm not crying i'm not this is not that podcast it's okay i i'm not i'm in space it's fine cry go ahead it's It's okay marty you can cry i won't make fun of no i'm not i swear i'm not i just i'm just very grateful to bo i'm very grateful to the cast and the crew to the story um but i do hope that this is a learning experience for the writers um, because a lot of us are very upset with the direction that they chose to go with the story, especially, and I don't want to be negative, right? Because our podcast is all about trying to keep like positive vibes, but there's only so much positivity that you can have when something is possibly being taken away from you that has opened up so many wonderful experiences to you and has brought so many wonderful people to you. And I'm just really disappointed with the silence from Canal D and from the writers. And I just truly hope that they learn from this. And next time they see their ratings dropping, they do something differently. And they actually listen to the audience that they're um, targeting because Yes, but Oinu may not have been popular with the Turkish audience, but they were damn popular with the international fans. And that is why I truly believe that we are going to hit a million. And I am really looking forward to it. And I think Tuesday is going to be, even though the episode I'm scared for, I think Tuesday is going to be a really amazing day for the international fandom. I mean, even if the one million doesn't help us at all, at least it appreciates Bo, and you know lets the cast know that we love them. So, and I think they'll have a bigger freak out over the eight million SCK. 
The castle. Yeah, probably. They're, and they're Mar- definitely. Yeah. And Marnie, I just want to say I would be really grateful if I met me too. So, like, <laughs> I can't. Oh. oh my God. Well, you know, Do I have any confidence. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that covers episode 15. I think that covers our feeling. And if anybody has any last feelings about these cancellation rumors, BO in general. Nas, Ellie, any final words? Um, I reckon just people are more sad about like, lo- I'm more sad about losing the fandom than losing the show. Like, you know, shows come and go, but this fandom, honestly, like they're the funniest people I've met on this app. And like, I've seen so much negativity on this app, but like most of them are always positive. Besides like from the cancellation rumors, like most of the people on Twitter talking about BO has always been positive and just funny. And I really hope we don't lose that. And I just want to say thank you for um, letting me on the podcast. You guys are so funny and I'm so grateful to be on this podcast. This ep. Well, we were so glad to have you on here. Thank you. And we really enjoyed your presence. Thank you. Yes. Ness, we'll definitely want you to come back on for, you know, in hopes if B.O. continues, um, which we all have a little bit of hope, or for another series. And Ness, hopefully you come back on with us again because we truly did love having you with us. It was so much fun. And I look forward to just freaking out with you and fangirling with you on the TL as we usually do over B.O. You guys are the sweetest. What the fuck? <laughs> you guys are so sweet. <laughs> And I think with that, um, Ness, we love you. Ray Ray, I love you. And Ali, of course, I love you. And BO Fandom, I love you guys too. I know this is a very difficult time for us. But let's just keep the hope up, guys, because no matter what, there's always that little glimmer. And that's what we have to cling on to. So with that, we hope you guys have a wonderful day or night. And we can't wait for you guys to come vibe with us. Bye. Bye. Bye.